Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd. How's it going, brother? Good, Jeremy. How about you? Oh, good. Can't complain. Can't complain. I mean, uh, you can. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of having this show? You know, I'm that's saying. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would complain, but then I guess, uh, I don't know. My my submarine didn't implode, so we're all good. <laughs> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Like every other podcast out there. We should just, you know, point out how the world is doing me wrong, doing you wrong, how it's everybody else's fault, and never, ever should a podcast be about how the host of the show can make the world a better place. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I had, had you heard about this, that, that submarine thing before? It went missing. Yeah. I heard about some things and then, you know, I've known about this sub for a while, but, um, then it went, you know, it was, uh, out of contact and then it was missing and now it's presumed destroyed. But I thought that the internet did, you know, the families of those People, a great service by, I don't know, starting this stupid, um, they were killed by a Sony PlayStation controller before they were even, you know, presumed dead. What do you mean? I don't get that. The There's a bunch of memes going around about the the actual controller for the submarine, the joysticks. Oh, really? Or a PlayStation controller, just oh, repurposed. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So gaming does hurt you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I never heard anything about it. And Steph's like, so did you hear about this submarine that's missing? I'm like, no. And it's like, apparently a whole bunch of, you could buy a ticket in a submarine. They're trying to find the Titanic and it's been out of contact. They've lost contact with it for a few days and they only had like four or five days of oxygen. And I'm like, what a bunch of idiots. Like, the, leave that thing alone. Okay, the Titanic's gone. Why do you and care to go down there? I thought they found the Titanic. I thought that director found it Yeah, um, that's right. in his submarine. Oh. But anyway. Yeah. You know, there's some places that I feel that we just don't need to go. And I get it for like maybe science and research and stuff. But when they do that, they send like an unmanned vehicle down. They get video footage and all that stuff. Great idea. But I'm like, man, we do not yet have the technology to build uh, vessels that can handle that kind of pressure. And like, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I think for the civilian community. No. And I'm like, man, I think there's only one research vessel that can do it. Maybe two. And then there's some military ones. But Yeah. But man, these, these folks must have been like half wits. You know what I mean? To think that they were going to go to that depth in that thing and everything's going to be fine. Like, man, this is one of those situations to look at and it's like, Man, people are just plain stupid. You know, and if, I'm if, not here 
I am not here to save you from yourself. You know, there's a process of natural selection that goes on in nature. And if you want to, you know, pretend you're Aquaman, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Dumb Have a good time. Ways to die. <laughs> <laughs> that way, you know, there's a little bit uh, that we don't have to spend on the dole. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And you're not driving around in traffic, you know, clogging up our roads. Well, we sound like terrible people right now. Oh, no. Because, you know, I blame the orcas. You know, they're out there taking out the billionaire yachts. Then yeah. the, here comes along this stupid group of kids in a submarine and then the orcas are like they're just making this too easy now yeah come on bob let's go yeah <laughs> yeah so anything exciting happen in your world this week no it's been raining since sunday afternoon Ugh. i mean still is so wow and uh how many inches a day are you getting about not a lot just steady but it's it's a steady rain. We've had about four hours of sun all week. Oh, wow. And that's, I'm being nice. Hmm. Uh, I haven't even gone to the rain gauge because it's been raining. Hmm. And the one time it was not raining, um, by the way, Danette is banned. She cannot go to any more appointments ever. What is that? <laughs> she was going to her hair appointment and found a baby copperhead underneath oh, the wow. rear bumper of my truck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, not under the bumper, but on the ground, you know, in a plane that would put it beneath the bumper. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. And we didn't know what kind of snake it was as far as, one, I went out there. Two, she doesn't know. I'm trying to teach her, and she's learning. But if you're as um, freaked out about snakes as she is, it'll take a few, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, went out, got my tongs, went out there. You know, it's incredibly difficult to catch a baby snake, but, you know, about 10 inches long. Huh. And but got him and then, you know, looked at it. And, uh, yep, the coloring is right. And then you see his head and it's, you know, wow. uh, that shape. And you're like, all right, yeah, that's baby copper. Because some baby black racers or black snakes or whatever they call them, um, there's like half a dozen, you know, slang names for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, They have the same coloration when they're born. Some are black with white belly. Some are all black. Some are all gray. And some look like copperheads, but they're really black snakes. So when they're that small, you got to go for the shape of the head. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty certain <clears throat> with this one um, that it was, in fact, a copperhead. But then I looked at the uh, shape of the head, and yep. So... I held on to it. She went in, got a knife, and I, you know. Dispatched. Did what you did. Mm-hmm. That's Shwa. crazy. That's crazy, man. I'm glad we don't have snakes. Want like, some? Nope. Nope. We're good. Okay. Thanks. Trying to quit. What <laughs> for? <laughs> yeah. No, I think maybe like once every five years we see a garter snake. 
And it's like, oh, wow, garter snake, cool. And, and we have one of those here. It's in that family, but it's called a ribbon snake. Hmm. And its colorations are just awesome. Hmm. That's cool. I had one on the porch last fall. Actually, it was too late for snakes, and, well, there he was. Hmm. And uh, I think he was trying to crawl into the hole in the siding where the uh, fiber optic comes through. Oh, okay, yep. But it, I don't know if he can see clear stuff or not, but, you know, there's silicone in there, so he wasn't getting in. Yeah. And uh, so I moved him. And those things... They have little, they call them teeth, but they're more like bone grit because mm. they're so tiny, mm -hmm. you know. And boy, do they want to gnaw on you with them. Hmm. I mean, they're not going to hurt you, so. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy. I like them black snakes. Um, they're harmless completely, but they can still hurt you kind of, hmm. depending on you, because they're the way they kill some of their prey because they don't have fangs, they don't have venom, they restrict. Mm -hmm. They're restrictors. And are they ever strong? Really? Yeah. And you can tell if they've just eaten another snake because they uh, they look like an accordion. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so freaking weird. Um, it's like you put them in a waffle press, but... <laughs> um, huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Speaking yeah, of waffle. Snakes. Yeah. Speaking of waffle press, I, I saw this. I don't know. So, so my Instagram, it always feeds me like food videos. Really good. Food. Some good, some not. But I saw this one. The, these people take, um, you know, cheese strings. L like they come in like individually sealed and you can peel them off yeah. kind of take those like they took mozzarella cut them in half with scissors uh took a bamboo skewer stuck it through them dipped it in waffle batter and then put it in a waffle press <laughs> and i'm like at first i was like that's disgusting and then they open it up it's just this gooey cheese inside of a waffle and i, I suppose depending on the type of batter you use or you could modify it i'm like that looks so delicious <laughs> and then they like dip it in a marinara or something like that i'm like so obviously it probably wasn't like an actual waffle batter but when you say a waffle press, it just that came to my mind. I've seen somebody do something like that, but it was completely different. They took um, a slightly sweetened mascarpone, mm -hmm. roll it into logs, freeze it on a stick, on a skewer, and then they put it in um, like a kind of batter, but it, it'd be like... Uh, what they use at the fair, yeah, yeah, the funnel yeah. cakes and stuff. Oh yeah. So you're having sweet deep fried mascarpone. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so good. <laughs> also, uh, Steph and I went out for our anniversary we, uh, last Friday. We talked about it. Yeah. It was horrible. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, it's fine. So we went to. I, I should have known, like uh, Pamp. Pampa or I forget. Yeah, it's called Pampa. And 60 bucks a plate. And it was like a very mediocre salad bar. And then they would come around like maybe every 10 minutes 
with a small metal thing with like not a lot of meat and like, oh, would you like some of this? Sure. And they'll cut you off. Like every person has their own set of tongs that you grab the meat with. They cut you off a slice. So say if it was roast beef, they'd cut you off like one small slice of roast beef and then walk away. And I'm like, yeah, that's like the cheesy version of a Brazilian steak. Yeah. Yeah. I was not, I was, I was disgusted actually. Like it was, so for Steph and I, uh, so she had a six ounce glass of wine and I had one beer, like just a normal size beer they had on tap, $177 for that meal. And it was like, I would have rather had a golden corral buffet than that one. It was just, man. So anyways, we used this uh, open table app to book it and stuff. And then it asked for if you want to review it. I'm like, yeah, I want to review it. It sends you an email. And I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. And so I said, <laughs> I said, you know what? This is, you know, the thing is like Calgary has some good restaurants. And 150 bucks can definitely get two people a nice meal, one drink each, and at a really, really good restaurant. Like, there's no reason why you should spend more than 150 bucks, And $177 for this garbage. Like, absolute. I've never felt so ripped off in my life as I did then. I was like, this place sucks. I haven't left them a Google review yet. That's coming. I got to do that. But I left them a very... I said, you know what? For the money that they charge, this is the biggest disappointment. They claim they have 14 cuts of meat. And they only ever... We only ever saw five of them. And we asked for lamb because I've never had lamb before. And apparently the mm-hmm. lamb's good. We had to ask for lamb for like three times before they brought it back. And they'd bring lamb to the people beside us. Would you like some lamb? They'd cut it. And then they just leave. And it's like, we'd like some. And they just walk away. I'm like, dude, I'm paying you. Like, I'm literally paying you for this food. All you can eat, moron. Bring it. Yeah, it was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. So I will give a very strong disrecommendation for Pampa. Never, ever eat at Pampa. But it's fun, you know. It, it's it's kind of funny because we're once we kind of gotten into it, we're there. We're both kind of like Ugh. when we saw the salad bar, like the lettuce was brown on the edges. It's like, how am I? You, you want me to make a Caesar salad with brown lettuce? I'm sorry, I wouldn't eat this at my house. Why would I eat it here? <laughs> you know. Um, but we we're just like, ah, well, you know what? At least we know. And it's funny. We're both. I don't know if there was a time, but. Yeah, there was a time when that would have could have very easily ruined the evening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just totally disappointed. It's like, ah. but we were both like, we both looked at each other. It's like, well, you know what? This is gonna suck, but we'll eat some food here and then we'll just leave. And it was funny because we were both phenomenally disappointed, but we weren't upset. And I was like, this is. And I even told stuff. I said, you know, I think when we were first married, this would have ruined the whole night. Like we'd have both been so, and we're just like, yeah, probably would have. And we're just like, ah, who, who cares? Like, you know what? We'll never come here again. So move on, get through it and move on. It's kind of interesting. But um, yeah, we got to wait for a bit. And then there's two other Brazilian steakhouses that look more legit. And so and it was interesting. Friday night, I bet the restaurant was at, the, at a third capacity. And we were there from like 7 to 8, 8.30. And like that is prime dining time. Like there's no way on earth a restaurant shouldn't be full. And this was like right downtown Calgary, like on this row and every other restaurant, like you, we walked by about five restaurants to get to this one from where we parked. Every other one had lineups to get into it. And I'm like, ah, makes sense. And then the manager rep- replied to my comment. He's like, we take great pride in the quality of our food. I'm sorry you didn't appreciate it. <laughs> I'm like, piss off, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not the one running a restaurant to the ground. You are. Like, it was a bit of a snarky reply. I was like, go ahead, be snarky with me all you want. You're the one who's got a garbage restaurant in your hands, not me. But, oh, well, I would like to try good Brazilian, though, because the other two that we looked at, you couldn't get you couldn't get into them. Like, it's like, oh, the first reservation was like nine o'clock or something like that. So, but yeah, so that's my first Brazilian barbecue and it's been a, a thumbs down, but. I'm hoping for better the next try. And you know, as soon as you told me what it was <clears throat> per plate, mm-hmm. I was suspecting it wasn't going to be good because the first one we went to 20 years ago was a hundred bucks a plate. And that was the, the wow. lowest dollar price per plate you could get. You could go higher than that. Really? But you couldn't go any lower. Wow. I didn't know. That was, was 20 expensive. years ago. Yeah. And the, um, that's almost everything was good. And I mean, there are certain things I would know. Uh, it's inexcusable to bring to polite society, you know, mm. like blood sausage. Yeah. But, uh, um, the beef they had on their little swords walking by were, was probably among the top two pieces of beef I've ever had. Oh, wow. Uh, the lamb has been the best I've ever had, and that includes what I can cook. Hmm. Um, the, I mean, chicken's chicken. Uh, it was still good, but chicken's just chicken. Yeah, yeah. Um, the pork was okay. Some of the non-blood sausage was really good. Hmm. Um, and the one we went to in... The first one we ever went to, Fogo de Chow, they make their own sausage. Oh, wow. Um, so. Yeah. That's interesting. This one, they, they brought down one sausage, and I forget what they called it. So they're like, sure, I'll have some. And then they came back a little bit later and they with a different type of sausage. I'm like, that looks exactly the same. I was like, sure, I'll take some. The exact same type of sausage. I, I just think maybe they got it confused, but I was like, Man, I don't know. This person told me this was it was this kind of sausage, and you're telling me it's this kind of sausage. They're the exact same sausages, and I know that because Steph still had some on her plate, and so we're comparing them. Like we took a fork, and I'm like, no, that's the exact same thing. But live and learn. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But it's kind of funny because Steph and I were like, you know, when I grew up, um, we were talking about that buffets used to be common like not like popular like we had a brand called bonanza did you guys ever have bonanza in the states yeah yeah there used to be bonanzas all over calgary and when i was a kid i remember on the regular it's like oh we're going out you know cousins are in town let's go out to eat we'd always go to a buffet and they don't have them anymore like like even like it wasn't like covid shut them down or anything but i'd probably say 10 15 years ago just they all disappeared and Steph and I were talking while we were there. It's like, oh, we, we'd talk, always talk about, it's like, oh, it'd be fun if we could find a, a buffet and take the kids. Because I don't know if our kids have ever eaten at a buffet. I mean, I, when they were really young, we went to Golden Corral in, in Great Falls. But it's not like a common thing. But we found one. <laughs> a Brazilian steakhouse. Ponderosa. Yep. Do you guys have buffets down there? 
Yeah. Are they common? No, I mean, they're not. Do they used to be more common? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, the way I see it, I, they probably have gone the way of the dodo because they're not as profitable as they used to be. Mm-hmm. One. And two, you know, people became disgusting pigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, spitting in food. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. hogging it all. Yeah. And I have gone to a the last buffet I went to um that wasn't like a seafood buffet or something was I can't even remember the name of the restaurant. But they put out and I mean they were famous for their southern food, right? Mm-hmm. And they have probably some of the best um, commercial fried chicken I've ever had hmm. and they put out the fried chicken and this orca of a woman went up <laughs> and took every breast out of there every one of them wow she must have had 15 huh. on her plate and waddling back to her <laughs> table yeah <laughs> it's funny you know just we had this lady sitting beside us and these people didn't look like they went out to eat very often. They were like, he was wearing sweatpants that were dirty and it was kind of like, they they were trashy. I'll just say that they were trashy. And so it looked like it was a a couple and they had their little daughter with them was about three or four years old. And it looked like one of their parents. So like the grandma, because then halfway through the meal, the grandma took the daughter out and the two just had like it looked like a date i guess but before the grandma left they had this i forget what type of cheese it was it's very very hard hard cheese and um it's almost like crystal in structure and like i had some it was fine and then she had a whole pile of on her plate and before she leaves she's looking around and i was like she was acting really shady like she was looking around like she was guilty i thought what's this woman doing like this is kind of creepy and uh and then she gets this little Ziploc baggie and just puts like a fistful of this cheese in a Ziploc baggie and puts it in her purse. I'm like, oh man, classy, classy right there. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's hilarious. I've seen people, you know, wrapping food in napkins, just throw them in their, in their hoodie pockets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder, like I, I bet... Like, when you go into one of those buffets, I wonder, like, one in how many customers do that. It's got to be pretty high. You know what I mean? Like, like I would be surprised if it was 25% of all the people that eat there do that to some, some level. I don't think it'd be that high, but it also depends on where you're at. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Um, Maybe 10%. I, you know, I, I've seen it, and it's horrible, but still. Yeah. And, you know. Yep, yep, yep. But the last, you know, buffet we used to go when we were living back east and our parents were in Virginia, we'd go down there. And there was a restaurant where they did, like, all-you-can-eat seafood. And, mm. like, one day it's crab, one day it's this, one day it's that. And me and her mom like crab legs, so we went. Crab and crab legs they bring to your table. They make sure you're done, then they bring you more. Right? But you can still have all you want. And they're not like you have to flag them down. They know when your plate's empty and they come get it. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they they do a really good job of that. But if you want anything else, you know, fried fish, clams, whatever, whatever, um, they uh, oh, and they also don't have oysters on the unless they're fried oysters on the bar. But you can get them as much as you want because hmm. they're very safe with that stuff. Yeah, and uh, but I saw they also had uh, some. Decent fried chicken and some other stuff on the, if you didn't like seafood, but you're eating at a seafood restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, anything cooked there is going to have a mild fishy taste. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Anything fried, obviously. Yeah. But they were really good. And I mean, we could throw down some uh, crab legs. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'm not a, not much of a seafood guy. I don't mind, like, we'll have uh, blue crab. I had a once, a friend of mine <clears throat> went and bought a bunch of crab. This is when he worked on the rig. Like, what was it from? I forget where he got it, but, um, man, crab legs are outrageously expensive. Whew. Anyways, I think he probably, I think he brought, it was like eight or 900 bucks worth of crab, crab legs, and they, because it was quite a few of us, it was like our whole care group, and they all came over to our house, and then we cooked them up and stuff. Not that, that was good, but I'm just not a seafood guy. Like mm. fish can't do fish, like unless it's a something super mild, like um, <clears throat> like tilapia or something like that. Basically, anything that doesn't taste like fish, I can have. But oh, and that that this Brazilian place they had ceviche on the on the buffet and i'm like man if you guys can't serve lettuce that isn't brown am i gonna trust you with like ceviche (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) i I don't think you got that one right but yeah and the beef that they served was just you know when beef just tastes a little not like it's rotten but it has that hint just a little off and it's like uh yeah that's what the beef tasted like that they served us i'm like this is just a little bit off like there's it's not quite right and i'm just like oh i hope i'm not sick i wasn't which is good but i was like i don't know yeah oh well we live and learn yesterday yesterday we did a big old stir fry on the flat top man i like the old flat top cooking it's good to be doing that again We had uh, we had rain Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I think, which is good because we've been like super dry. We got some rain and now it's just gorgeous. It's like, I don't know, I'd say maybe getting into the 80s. So it's not hot, hot, but it's nice outside. Oh, man, it is fantastic. Oh, but yeah. I've oh. been uh, debating... <clears throat> whether or not uh, I'm going to think about moving. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, just, you know, I'm not going to say it's the snakes, but. Really? No, you know, just maybe have something a little bigger and flatter. Oh, okay. Well, what are you guys thinking about? We, we're not even at that stage yet. Oh, okay. Dude, that's a lot of work to move, man. You guys just moved there. <laughs> I know. Huh. But Interesting. It's, it's higher movers. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, would you guys like like change states or you just? No, I'd probably stay in this area. Just okay. More land you want? At least the same. Mm-hmm. At least. How much do you have there? You know, at least fifty acres, but I'd like to have about three fifty. But why? Uh, why do you want that much? Space around me. Ah. Uh. Buffer. I need some buffer. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. And then flatter, so you got quite a like contoury land, hilly land there. Oh yes, that's yes. Hmm. Interesting. There's nothing that's flat and level here. That's funny. If it's flat, it's you know a ten degree angle. Huh. So. Yeah, we live in different worlds, don't we? <laughs> I got like four hundred kilometers of flat. <laughs> I can look up. I can watch my dog run away for three days <laughs> and see. You know, and just do. down the road, a quarter mile at uh, the lady's place, I do her camera. She's got 250 flat acres. Mm. Yeah. But, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but you guys' place, like a, it is a postcard, man. It's very picturesque. Yeah. Hmm. Does Danette want to move too? Yeah, no, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's crazy. Yep. Huh. Cool. Well, I hope whatever yeah, it goes. probably won't, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's You know, I think it's good just to look at options sometimes. You know what I mean? And here's the, another reason, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm still having a lot of problems trying to get people to work. Mm. and I need to get the um, workshop insulated and sheathed inside. Literally cannot get anybody to do it. Wow. Um, at any price. Yeah. And cause I was just messing with one guy because he's like, no, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, how much would you charge if you were going to do it? And he gave me a price, and, uh, and I basically increased it again by 50% yeah, and said, would you do it for that? He's like, well, no. Wow. Go crawl in a hole. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was talking to somebody else that is in the industry of real estate. He's like, you know, you know this, Todd. You know, sometimes it's cheaper to buy something that's already there mm-hmm. than keep putting money into you know, the house, the landscaping, and the workshop Yeah, that you'll never get back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it might be worth it to you to look for another place that has the same kind of workshop but already done. Yeah, yeah. And every, you know, and he said in a lot of places, you'll, you know, if there is a workshop, particularly if it's, you know, um, because the parent died or whatever, they, they leave stuff in there. Yeah. Because so, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. And I did find one place that had a kind of everything we want, but it wasn't in Tennessee. And so, you know, they're out there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not married to Tennessee or anything other than the lodge, but still. Yeah, yeah. There's other lodges, other places too. Yes, there are. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I missed our... <clears throat> so once a year, we do a joint meeting with Acme Air Canada Lodge, and we just alternate. You know, one year, they'll come to ours, we'll do a joint meeting, and the next year, we go to their lodge and do a joint meeting. And so then whoever's lodge you're on, you go with their normal schedule. And ours is always the first Monday of the month, but since we were going to their lodge, whatever the... 15th was i don't i don't know what their date is thursdays the whatever second thursday i forget but um it was foster's birthday so i couldn't go to our meeting and i'm kind of like man it's been over a month since i've been to lodge but i'm I'm going on monday to hazar they're a yorkrite lodge and they're having uh i think it'll be their 100th year so gonna be a they're closing down the lodge, just they're not, they don't have enough numbers, but we'll go there. I think they're only having a couple of meetings left and then they're done, but that'd be good. <clears throat> and it's, it's nice because in the summertime, it's just so blinking hot. And obviously none of these lodges, I mean, they're just old shacks in the country, so they don't have AC. So usually they're pretty casual in the summer times. It'd just be like, just wear jeans and a shirt. There's no, no suit required. And I kind of like that because then I get to ride my motorbike. Just, I love going to lodge on my bike. Yeah. And then they want to have a big old barbecue. Our lodge wants to have a barbecue out here. But we got to get planning that. I told him, I said, yeah, I've got lots of space. Like, you know, we can have, you know, we can have a lot of people here. Got lots of parking, lots of grass and seating, so... I think we might have a barbecue, like a family barbecue. I told my kids, I said, you excited for a whole bunch of old farts to come, to come here? <laughs> like, Dad, that's going to be weird. I'm like, yeah, it might be. <laughs> but, <clears throat> that'll be fun. Oh, man. Yeah, we went to, um, on Sunday, we had... Uh, one of our pastors at our church got his doctorate in, I think, Christian studies at, oh, I forget what, it's, it's a school in Kentucky. But anyways, we um, went to some friend's house and we told them that we we're having like a surprise birthday party for the senior pastor. And so then it was actually a surprise for him. He didn't know. But they had, uh, they live on the other side of Calgary is one of the pastors in their house, man. Uh, like we went there for a Christmas party uh, at Christmas time. And I I bet they, I think there's like 120 people in their house. It is monstrous. Uh, just like, wow, like it's insane. It's, it's, there's no basement. So it's just a single level. And then, well, it's a two story, but the one level's got an open room. They've got like a grand piano and stuff. And like the, you could have like four or five living rooms of seating in this place. And so it was crazy, man. Like all these people. And then Pastor Ashwin walks in and we're like, surprise. But it was pretty fun. But uh, it's cool to be at uh, big events, you know, people just hanging out. That was some good food. There's a lot of uh, quite a few like uh, East Indians and stuff like that. People from India. And then quite a few Asian people. And they, man, some of that food was so good. And then some of the some of our friends that were there from like Nigeria, oh my word, they've got some good food. Hoo-wee. Good stuff. Do you think food is like the the 
probably the number one most popular topic we speak of on this podcast? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's good. You got any food plans for the weekend? Uh, I've got two bone-in chicken breasts. I'm going to try to do a new way as far as baking it goes. Hmm. Just, you know, they're relatively um, cheap and harmless to uh, experiment with. Yep, yep. Right on. Try to bring flavor back to white meat. Yeah, yeah. We... um. Also, you know, talking last week about monitors, I went and picked up a monitor for my computer. And I was going to get two of them, but I thought, I don't know. Then I know I need two dongles then to come off of my MacBook. And I thought, so I got like a 32-inch, just a single 32-inch monitor. Man, that makes a difference. Like it wasn't, I just went and I I just bought the cheapest one I could get because I'm like, I want to try it first, and and if I like it, then I'll maybe look at getting. So the the screen isn't the greatest, um, like especially it's weird, especially for text. Like it's not when you watch like YouTube on it, it is like crystal clear, it's perfect. But um, man, it's nice. I could have like three spreadsheets open at once, and oh, it's slick. And then it kind of inspired an entire. I got all rid of all the bicycles in my office out in the shop, and I brought in. My dad had left some of this office furniture that he was going to throw in the garbage. I'm like, no, I'll either use it for like a workbench or something. And so I ended up bringing it all in. So now I've got like, I think it's like 10 feet long of desks. It's all the same one. Like it's all just sectional, a one sectional desk. So it all matches and stuff. But it is nice, man. Like, you know, look, sorting through receipts. Like I just had this big receipt pile and like some of for me, some are for Steph. So I can just make a pile. Okay, this is Steph's receipts, my receipts. And then... You know, things like consumables, like wood or whatever. I'm like, okay, all this stuff. Anything that's like a direct consumable. And that's this pile of paper. And then this receipts are like equipment you bought. Because, you, you know, you can't write that off the same way as you can consumables. It's so handy, man. Just like this big office space now. So that's what I did yesterday a little bit. but And then slowly setting up the back of the shop. Getting rid of stuff. Um, there's some things like my dad had this old this racking that he had scrap steel on and it just looked janky and i'm like it was a bunch of shafting like inch and a half shafting and i'm like you know what i'm probably not going to use this anytime soon so I, I kept a few pieces of it and then i put the rest out and you know i put, I put that out in the barn that got rid of this stuff it's just oh it's looking good in there looking good it's so exciting. i'm starting to put stuff up on the walls in the back like i had some old high like highway signs and speed limit signs and I always wanted to save those for the back area where the car lift was. So it's like going to be like a garage vibe there. So been doing that this week. All that fun stuff. But yeah. You going to redo your floor in your office? I think so. It did way back in the day they did the epoxy paint on it. And, you know, anywhere that you would walk, it's worn off. I think I should. I think that will help the dust and stuff, you know. Or it could even just do like, just throw down some cheap vinyl flooring. That stuff, it's not a big area and that stuff's so cheap and it goes so fast. But I think that would be, I got to do a couple things. Like my dad cased the windows with checker plate 
I, I don't know why. My dad loves checker plate, and so does my mom. And I hate checker plate. Like when I see checker plate, I think like rig pig slash. I don't know. It, it, it's not meant. Like they do all kinds of decorative pieces, at, and they had even the front of our shop had a few spots where like you know vehicle kind of backed into the tin. It's not perfect like our our shop and the exterior. And he had uh, four foot high or maybe like three and a half foot checker plate trim all broken up. So basically he's going to put this all in the entire front of the shop. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's cleaning out the bar. He's like, you want this checker plate chair? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks. You sure? We're, we're going to put it in the front of the shop. I'm like, no, 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 no. That, that wouldn't, that would look terrible. And he's like, oh, it would look great. I'm like, no, no, no. But anyways, they cased all the windows in checker plate. And I'm like, ugh. So I'm gonna paint it. I think like they did a like a serious job, like PO premium. And I think I almost would wreck. I would do a lot of damage. So I'm, anyways, I'm just gonna paint them because the sun comes in there and it reflects on them, and it's just like, ugh. ugh. What's your take on checker plate? Do you love it? <laughs> I'm not sure. I know what you mean. It's like diamond plate. Oh, okay, yes, diamond plate. Yes, yes. You guys call it belongs in some places, not in others. Yeah, like a walkway. You know, if you've got a catwalk or like a, a platform on the outside of a big, huge dump truck. Yeah, put that stuff on there. Yeah, but for a windowsill, no. No. Or, or clad the outside of a shop with that? No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's not cool. And I don't, I've never seen the, especially aluminum diamond plate, you, you know, I know a guy that that's what he decks all his trailers with. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? Oh, man, it's the best thing ever for traction. Have you ever stepped on one wet? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you need traction? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I've never seen, like, when you need traction, that diamond plate gave it to you. Yeah, no. Uh, me, that's just me, you know. You know, if things are dry... I could see like if you're driving a forklift up a ramp or something, if it was just smooth metal or these little nubs, yeah, it might give you a little bit something to grab, but yeah, I don't know. Not a, I think it's also like just the, from having those, it's a lot more structurally rigid. So it kind of, you know, it doesn't bow and stuff like for fenders on trailers. Yeah, I think it has its place, you know, if you want to, or like toolboxes used to, a lot of guys would have their truck boxes. Mine is like my truck box is made of it, but it's like, okay, that's clearly there just for utility. Nobody puts a truck, you know, toolbox in their truck because it looks cool. Well, I guess some people do, but they're dumb. But um, yeah, yeah. My dad just pallets of this checker plate. It would look so good to wrap the shop. I'm like, I don't think so. But and then now, even I do know a guy that he has a. You know, kind of a workshop like yours. It's the same size as mine, but it's, you know, sheathed inside with the tin. Yep. Well, they, it's a, oh God, what is it? Most of these have 12 foot ceilings, 11 foot ceilings. It's 15. Oh, wow. So the sheeting is only 12 feet, right? 11 feet, whatever it is. Yep. And the bottom of it, what he did was, because he got it for free, for one, the same color, but it's diamond plate. Hmm. And he just turned it sideways, and that's along the, the bottom four feet of the wall. Yeah. 
all the way around. I'm like, actually, that doesn't look half bad. Hmm. And because it has all those angular things on it, it helps with all that echo. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, my shop's got a pretty good echo in the back right now. And then when you, you know, you put your workbenches and everything, you can't hardly see it anyway. But. Yeah, that's true. And when it's been there, and you've been there for six, eight months, you never see it again. Mm-hmm. Just never think of it. Yep. Kind of like windowsill. Yeah, yep. Yeah, in the wintertime, it's brutal because um, just the way the, the, the sun is in the sky it comes in through, I've got two windows on either side of my desk. And so it comes in through the one window. Um, and then it, it bounces off the aluminum checker plate on the other window. <laughs> so I literally get two sunbeams coming in. There's, there's probably like a week. I remember sitting at my desk every day. I'm like, oh my word, I'm getting zapped from both directions. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking my brain. But, yep, yep, yep. Oh man! Oh, uh, Foster, my youngest, he's he's taken to killing magpies. He got two yesterday. He got a just a little CO two powered pellet gun, mm-hmm. and uh, I kept telling him, I said, "Here's the deal." I said, "There's a time of year when the magpies can't fly, but they come out of the nest, and you'll sometimes there'll just be three or four little baby magpies sitting there." They can't run away from you, and they don't even get into their nest quick enough. And they said, there's a time you get yourself a CO2 gun, and you'll just point it up there, go bang, 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 bang. You'll have five birds. And uh, Kim's running into the shop yesterday, Dad, Dad. I'm like, I got two magpies. I'm like, well, and I was like, good job, Foster. He goes, well, 30 shots later. He's <laughs> like, he dropped he, the ones dead up on some branches it didn't hit the ground and then one hit the ground but he says it wouldn't die it kept shooting it and shooting it it just didn't die <laughs> he's like i put almost 30 shots into him and i don't have any pellets now but we gotta get some pellets <laughs> just, poof, 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 poof. that's funny he's pretty proud of himself he's like, good job dude you keep it up mm-hmm. you keep hunting get some more i should start actually actually pay him for them Give you 50 cents a bird, you know, but got to get him some more pellets today because, oh man, I hate magpies. They are the most annoying bird on the planet. Just, oh, the sound they make. Ugh. So annoying. I'm glad we don't have, we have just crows here. Yeah. I don't mind crows like crows. I don't like the sound of them or anything, but crows aren't obnoxious unless they, and, they've got garbage. After we have two that come around, I think it's the same two every year. Yeah. You know, because they mate for life or whatever. I don't know. I like to imagine they do. And, uh, but they take care of all the grubs and <clears throat> one, they're enormous and they're cool to look at. But mm-hmm. now they've actually found the giant ant structure behind the house yep and they just spend hours there every day oh wow i'm like cool for you mm-hmm. yeah. I've had i'll her. keep the i'll keep you anything that hunts you i'll keep them off your back yeah you yep. keep eating the bugs <clears throat> yeah and then our and if they get enough of the bugs maybe 
some of these prehistoric spiders will leave. Yeah. I cannot believe the the crap we got living around here. Really? As far as, you know, the snake. <coughs> snakes are snakes. Yeah. But every year when I first start mowing, like right after the rain, what is our rainy season, even though it's late this year, um, you start, when you're mowing, you start, you start seeing these enormous spiders. I mean, yeah. some of the biggest ones, and I've been all over the world, and these are the biggest spiders I've ever seen. Hmm. Now, I've never one. been face-to-face with a banana spider, but still. Yeah, I do not like spiders. Not my well, We have uh, uh, trapdoor spiders here, funnel web spiders, black widows. So we have spiders that'll kill you too, but hmm. um, or make you sick anyway. But we also have this other thing. It's harmless to us except for our psychology and our nerves that are at least eight, ten inches from stem to stern, and that doesn't include leg. What is it? It's it's like a eight to ten inches. I just looked this thing up. It kind of looks just like a brown recluse, but it's not a brown recluse. It doesn't have the fiddle on its back, and it's, it's all one actual, color. But it's a spider? Except for two brown stripe, you know, so. And um, it is a spider? Yeah. Eight? Oh, my word. Boy, the, the, that's disgusting. Well, I just saw a, uh, the last time I mowed, uh, on Sunday, before it started raining, I saw a funnel web, or I didn't see a, it fast enough before it crawled back into its thing. But it's it was either a funnel web or a trapdoor. Their hind end abdomens kind of look a lot alike to me. But it was as big, oh no, it was bigger than a golf ball but smaller than a, only by a little of a tennis ball. Wow. It was huge. That's enormous. gross. And I'm like, well, we had a uh, a wolf spider, it's called. They're harmless, but they're just ugly as hell. Looks like you took an already ugly spider and dipped it in oil. Ugh. You know? So it looks like something from the spawn of hell. Oh. And uh, we had it on the front porch the year we moved here and. uh I had to kill it where it was at. And to this day, we have a um, brown streak that we cannot get off huh. on the siding up there. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Huh. So about twice every, you know, as it starts getting warmer, I'll treat the around the house for spiders. And it has kept the huge ones out in the grass, but still. Ugh, yeah. Well, they're so common here. We have a festival called uh, uh, Fireflies and Spider Rise. Really? And it's right after dusk when fireflies start coming out, lightning bugs. But you can see the twinkling in the grass, too, and people are like, oh, look at the frogs. No, those are spiders. Wow. That's gross. And you can tell the difference in the, like, what is a frog eye and what's a spider eye by the color. Because the... uh, Spider eyes kind of look like a lightning bug in the ground. Hmm. 
not as bright, but same greenish hue. And yeah. the uh, frog eyes are like a yellowy brown. Wow. Oh, yeah, we have some frogs here that'll uh, park your car for you if you want them to. Wow. Yeah, man, it, I complain about our weather in the wintertime and stuff, but uh, I don't know if I could handle that that kind of animal life, insect life. Like, oh, nasty. And I just wish I was still as absolutely clueless as I was when we were little and we were kids out playing in the yard, running in the woods. Because <laughs> everything, just about everything we have here, I had growing up in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Never saw anything. I saw, you know, water moccasin here or there. Had a, uh, before I realized what they were, I had a pet uh, black widow spider for a while. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't on me. It was in a, a container, but still. Yeah. Uh, I think about the only spider I don't mind is the enormous Garden spiders, the yellow and black. Hmm. They're the same thing as like the old thing of Charlotte's Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, they they can harm you. They can make you sick. They hurt when they bite you, but they don't bother you. Hmm. And they take care of enormous amounts of insects. And I think they're just beautiful. I think they're some of the most, one of the most beautiful creatures, you know, God ever put here. But. Hmm. As far as the colorations and stuff. Yeah. And believe me, the whole time, the whole six weeks, I was in my first paralegal school for, in the Air Force down in Montgomery, Alabama. I studied one every day because there was one out in the smoking area at the school. Yeah. And then uh, eventually the a-holes that run the school called in entomology and had them move it. Huh. Jerks. Yeah. I kill every spider I see. <clears throat> Not I sp- do too, except for those. Hmm. And I haven't seen one here. I mean, they, they, they're here, but they're not here. Hmm. They have this other one here that's uh, the same kind, same species, different um, subset. And it's ugly as hell. And I think that's what bit the back of my neck a month ago. Oh, dear. When I had that enormous lump on it. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, it hurt. Gave me headaches. Uh, was there about a week and then drained and went away. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, hey? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather just never, never deal with spiders. Ugh. I think the worst thing we have as far as, you know, bite you, harm you kind of thing, especially if you have little kids, is those um, calf killer ants. They're really wasps, but no wings, and they're all female. And they're called calf killers because enough of them can kill a calf. Really? Yes. Wow. They look just like a wasp, and they're, but they're a little bigger, but they have no wings, and they're ground-dwelling. And we have them here. Uh, in fact, I found where one of their little holes are. I have to go take care of it after all this rain because anything you put down now is just going to get watered down. Um, but if they bite you, I mean, they, they feel like somebody has stuck a red hot poker on you. Oh, wow. And it doesn't subside for a while. Really? Uh, 
two summers ago, or it was either last summer. No, it was the first summer of COVID. Um, I got bit on the ankle. Hmm. And, and it didn't get a good bite. And it still felt like I was on fire for days. Oh, wow. And I still have a scar. Really? Right now. It looks like I got bit by a mosquito two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I, mean, I asked my doctor about it. Like, oh, no, it'll be there forever. Huh. That's nasty. Like, what happens if you've got a good bite? It'd just be bigger, you know, the, the spot on your leg. Wow. And uh, she showed me one that she's got on her arm from when she was little. And she's the same age as me. And that thing's still angry. I'm like, damn. Wow. I mean, it's perfectly healed. It just heals into a pinkish red. Yeah. So. That's nasty. Yep. Ay, ay, ay. But other than bugs and food, got anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Things are just kind of chill and normal and, you know. I saw you posted a video this week on Tuesday, Tool Time Tuesday. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I saw your little thumbnail and the name of the video. Mm-hmm. You had to use the word hack, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> Exactly. Just had to. Yeah. Sure did. You know, it's funny in that video I I said uh so like so I did the reel, no the the YouTube short and I got on that short I think it's like it's 18,000 or 28,000. I think it's 18,000 views. And on that short I made $2.04. <laughs> like this is stupid. And then uh, similarly, like on a, on a video that has, I just looked at like a video that has like 13,000 and that one I've made about 50 bucks on. And I get it. Like, I totally understand it's, you know, that the short, the most retention you could possibly have is one minute. Whereas if, you know, you made a 10 minute video, you couldn't possibly in theory have 10 minutes of an audience staying on the platform. But, um, you know... Yeah, Matthias Walden. Do you ever watch his YouTube channel? Have no. you have you heard of him? No. Oh, he's weird. He, he's so he's a Canadian. He's from Ontario, and you can kind of well, tell he's weird. What, yeah. <laughs> Who voluntarily lives there? Yeah. Um. Really, really smart guy. Like super smart. Um. Like he makes like his own. He made his own wooden bandsaw out of wood. He makes, uh, he's really smart and he dives deep into stuff. But, um, he was, let me just look him up. Matthias Walden. Um, he was talking about shorts. So he's got 1.72 million subscribers. And this guy is like, in my opinion, he's like one of the original YouTube guys. Like his videos are very, to the point, he's not, and his personality is kind of a weird. Like, you should watch this channel. You just, I'd like to see what your what your thoughts are are on it. But um, he's he has a different one uh, channel where it's kind of like a behind the scenes, and he's talking about how he went to put up a short, and it was like, I guess the music he had used or something was like one minute, one second, and so it automatically turned it into a video. 
but it went viral and got like like over a million views in really short order and it ended up making him a whole bunch of money and then by comparison he said if that had actually stayed as a short he would have made like absolutely pretty much nothing on it you know but um yeah no uh, no it's weird i i don't understand the whole shorts thing you know that youtube's trying to do like i in the, the video i talked about i said i wish youtube would just stay youtube you know like i don't know don't know that seems like they just i don't know don't know what they're doing anymore yeah, I th I agree 100%. YouTube needs to stay YouTube. Quit trying to be TikTok because TikTok's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. Or if it isn't, that's fine. You know, if people... No, I think it's going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably will, but... I, I think it's going to morph into something else, but TikTok will be gone. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know what? Like, I don't mind the show. If, if people want to consume short-form content, great, like... I have no beefs about that. Sometimes I like it too, but I like it. You know, it's, it's kind of like if I go to a seafood restaurant, I want, okay, I'm going to get seafood. I don't want to go to seafood restaurant and be like, oh no, we're all we have is steak tonight. You know? So if, if I'm going to go to Instagram, that's where I'm going for short form content. Right. But if I'm going to YouTube, it's like, okay, this is where I can actually be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes. Let me find something to, to watch. Or I want to learn how to do this, so let me look at some videos on such. But it's like, YouTube <laughs> shorts? Come on, man. That's not what I'm here for. You said John Highs, right? I build it? No, that's a different guy. Yeah, I was about to say, no, I won't watch that one. He's a he's another Canadian as well. I don't like him either. Um, so yeah, Matthias, so M-A-T-T-H-I-A-S. Or Wandel, sorry, I thought it was Walden. W-A-N-D-E-L. He's a, he's a funny guy, man. Brilliant. Absolute brilliant mind. Like, he sets up his own, like, security systems and writes, like, little, like, Raspberry Pi codes for this, for that. Like, it's just, it's insane. It's insane how smart he is. Why do I know what he looks like, but I don't know him? I don't know. Is he on something else? Because I know Matthias... Maybe I've seen him in the past. Maybe. But I know. Maybe, does he, I wonder if he writes for a woodworking magazine. Or he could. To? He could. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never seen him on YouTube. Hmm. But how do you know him? But I know him from other things. Oh, really? Yeah. TikTok. Woodworking. So. <laughs> you watched him on TikTok, but not on YouTube. No, no, no. I know some print things and Instagram. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, I actually like, you know, he's one of the channels like, he's weird, but I, he's one of the channels like, okay, this is a channel that I think, if if he stopped making videos, I think it would be a bit of a loss for YouTube. Because he's not, like I, I said. I think he had a, somebody was trying to pick a, you're more popular than me, so I'm going to try to start some drama to try to get views. Guy. Not him. He was the victim. But He's done that to, I, I think, 
he did it to Jimmy Darista about his pick, his ice pick. He said, this is a, a terrible design for an ice pick and just totally slammed it and then made his own. And he goes, this is a way better. <laughs> He's done, he actually has done that too. If you, he'll take people head on be like, I think this is a dumb product they're making and this is why. But Well, you know, he, uh, I don't think Jimmy made that pick as an ice pick. It's just called an ice pick. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yep. I'm going to make one a little different if I ever get my shop. This one of, I have a short stack of things, uh, projects I want to just try. Mm-hmm. And one of those is a ice pick. Hmm. Um, it's more of a third hand, but ice pick. Yep. And then I want to do one of those uh, cute little rubber hands. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Right on. Because I want to try to get my hand 3D scanned. Mm-hmm. And then I want to 3D print like a one-twelfth size of mine. And then use that to cast a hand in, uh, like... A rubberized resin. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, I, I've just decided that I need to quit being so stubborn about certain things, and I'm never going to be able to be um, do some of the things I did physically hmm. anymore because of my back. Uh, so your making interests need to, you know, evolve a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I hear you. Oh, That's why I just man. decided I was, you know, I'm not going to try to wait and try to do it myself. I'm going to hire somebody to just get the shop um, insulated and sheathed, yeah, right? Yeah. Now I can't, literally, <laughs> I've called everybody I can find. That's crazy. Except for one guy, but. I didn't call him literally because I don't want him to do the work. Mm. Uh, And then I missed the, uh, both of my lodge meetings for June because of uh, other duties as assigned here in the family. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, they were both, one was the Saturday of father's day last Saturday. And we had family stuff Mm. and that took precedence. Yeah. Because they're getting all morbid now about, oh, you know, this might be the last time, blah, blah, oh, blah. Wow. We're going to die soon. <laughs> On the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's part of me just wants to be like, you know, you've been saying that for a couple of years. Are you just slow rolling this? Or yeah. You, you want to go ahead and die? Yeah. You know? I can help. You're leading me. To you. You're leading me on. Get my hopes up. <laughs> you know, I don't want your stuff. I don't want your money, but I don't want you dead either. So yeah, it's yeah. funny. Then I have to deal with months of crying wife and blah blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. all about me. Yeah, <laughs> right on. I jest, people. I jest. <laughs> All in good fun. 
Well, should we call it a show right there, do you think? Sure. We're at a minute, an hour and seven. I do actually 15 minutes. I got to hand over the reins because Ava's got a PAT test. So dumb. They make this teacher, for some reason, makes them be fully supervised by an adult. So she has to be online doing it and she has to have the camera pointed at her and a camera pointed at Steph and Steph has to be there. It's like, ugh. This one's like a two and a half hour test and Steph has to take Foster for an eye appointment the optometrist. And it's like, what do you do? It's like, just leave. It's like, sorry. Like, there's never been a teacher that, that has required this yet. And you can require it all you want. We'll be here for like an hour. But after that, we're leaving. <laughs> so stupid. And why? You're just trying to, you know, exercise authority you don't have. Yeah. You know, you calling my kid a cheat? Yeah. When these are PAT tests, so it's like a standardized test, every year they've been optional. And you could either do the, the teacher's test or the PAT test. And so, but now that you don't have the option. And if Ava fails this and gets a zero on it, she still gets like 87% on this subject. So it's like, we're just going to say, yeah, we're going to, we can be there for the beginning and then we're leaving. It's like, oh, well, she just gets a zero. It's like, okay, fine. Well, the, thank you. <laughs> She's got the morning off. Like, I don't care. It's, these people, it's like, oh, you got to do, you got to do this. No, I don't. It's like, this is my life. I'm going to live it my way. And, you know, we can work together or you can go away. Is this part of a, the homeschooling curriculum? Yeah, well, see, it's, it's not, you know, it, like she's doing, this is one of her subjects she's aligned with. And so, yeah, I, I guess like it's school at home, but it's not like it's basically every kid in, in her grade is doing the same thing. Oh, no, I was just wondering. Yeah. I'm one of those people that um, there are good homeschoolings. There are bad homeschoolings. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to call all of it the same thing because mm -hmm. there are bad public schools, good public schools, you know, good private schools. Yeah. Bad ones, you know. Mm -hmm. So like you, like in Alberta, you can choose. We have a, a lot of freedom with the way we educate our kids. You can do um, like fully traditional <clears throat> or like fully aligned so that you go through basically it's the same thing as if you're going to a public school but you're doing it in your house and they get online they have a teacher via zoom or whatever whatever it is that they use and that way you get credits you get a diploma boom or like we could do it like um what they call traditional i don't i don't know which one's which but we could do it so it's like no actually i've written my own curriculum for my child and Yes, they're going to be under my care and I'm going to teach them and we could literally do nothing and it's our choice, which I kind of appreciate. It's it's one of the freer provinces in Canada and one of the freer places in North America for school. But so there's some stuff that mad like Foster right now is fully we just do our thing with them and we actually like we actually use books, we use curriculum and math and stuff. And then once they get into high school, then we put them more like like Isaiah is fully aligned and he doesn't like it but I'm like dude in this day and age you need a diploma like when I when I dropped out of high school if you had a grade 10 you could enter the trades and now that's not the case you need a diploma 
And like, he wants to be an aircraft mechanic. And I said, well, you're going to need a grade 12. And I understand the social studies and the language arts aren't going to, aren't going to, you know, be valuable to you in the future, but you do need them to pass this stage. So, but, and so Ava, we're starting to get her brought on. Like, I think this is a math or something. There's certain courses where you, you need to be aligned to get your, your credit so you can graduate. And so this is one of them. And so it's kind of like, whatever, dude. We'll play by your stupid little rules right now, but fun stuff, hey? Yes. Cool. Well, I guess you guys have a good weekend. Is it is it rain letting up in the future? Is it still just going to keep coming down? It's not supposed to rain much today at all. 50% chance tomorrow... The next two days clear, then rain again for two days. Oh, well. Fun, fun. Right on. Well, you guys have a good weekend. You too. And uh, thanks to anybody listening. Made it this far. Good on you. You can wake up now. (laughs) Go about your day. (laughs) You haven't missed much. (laughs) Right on. We'll see you all next week. See you all later.